Era, era, two heels in a face. Thanks for listening to this episode of Two Years on a Face Wrestling Podcast. On today's episode, we are going to hopefully keep it 30 minutes, right? The time right now is 8.10. The date it's is just one- the two of us. <laughs> it's Wednesday, January 13th. Chris, have you had a few pops already? No. 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 You're on your first. Uh- I'm on my first Corona premiere. Okay. Um Chris, what are we doing on today's episode? I think this episode was your idea, so I want to know where the inspiration came from and allow you to introduce it. Sure. So uh, my idea was like, look, we're, uh, you know, obviously we're starting the year off 2021. Hopefully it's better than 2020. Mm -hmm. Um, But um, as I looked at like some stats, like how do we perform throughout the year? A lot of people posted in Instagram their top nine. Um, I didn't go that far, so not a whole lot of credit towards me in those things, but I figure that like our fan base or our listener base, that uh, it's, it's weird to call them fans, but just our listener base has definitely grown over the years. It's nearly four years of two heels in a face. Um, I think our, the quote unquote anniversary of two heels in a face is somewhere in the middle of February. So maybe right around Valentine's Day. I think it was early um, March. Was it was it the middle of February? I I think based on yeah. uh, the episode when it went up or something, it it could have been March maybe. Yeah, maybe uh, it was early. Maybe beginning of March and the February somewhere around there. Yeah. But my thing is like our listener base have having like the the numbers are increasing and that's good even in a you know in a weird world like the one we live in today. And we usually jump on. You do your you know your intro, hand it over to me. What I've been up to, haven't done shit, just work, been at home. And then we jump into, you know, either we have a guest or we'll talk about a show that we attended to or recap the show, et cetera. Like, that's just been our thing with the buffet line episodes and, right. and things like that. But I don't think we've stopped to kind of like reintroduce ourselves and who we are and, and what like the transformation of the show. I think early on, um, you know, maybe six, seven months in, we like really defined our style. Um, Because we had a, or Two Heels and Faces had a a not traditional podcast startup, I think. And, you know, just, uh, I'm like, let's, let's just tell, talk to our fan base, our listener base of, of how we got started, who we are kind of reintroducing ourselves to, to those who we haven't met, you know, because, because of COVID, we haven't been out to shows and that's where we would normally meet all the, the wrestling familia. Yeah, that's true. So we're, yeah, we're going to take a step back here. Um, you know, yeah, usually we talk about what's been new. Chris is like, well, I'm having seven more kids and I'm like, wow, that's crazy. And then, uh, and then we just, this is the last one, (laughs) last (laughs) last one, I promise. (laughs) But, uh, allow us to reintroduce ourselves. Um, but no, we're going to take a step back and we're not, uh, that's where we're going to try to keep it to 30 minutes. Cause I don't think there's a ton of people out there that really just want to hear us talk about ourselves. That's one thing we really try not to do hard on this podcast. It's, the podcast is for the people listening. It's about the the show. It's about the wrestlers, and it's about the 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 person who's labeled as the guest, right, on that interview. Um, but you're right. We have gained new followers. We haven't met those these people in person. Um, 
we get a, a trickle every now and then new wrestlers that we've never heard of will follow us and things like that. But um, we want to give you a, a tiny bit of history lesson and kind of see how far we come. And this is going to be kind of like a reflection episode, yeah. if you will. Um, so I hope it's a little bit entertaining. Um, and I, I think uh, some credit goes to like the juice pro wrestling guys who we will definitely have an episode with in 2021 um, for the inspiration behind this. Right. That's, that's 100% true. Um, I listened to that episode with Stratton where he gives the history of, of, uh, of the podcast and how he, you know, got involved in the industry and, and how like his passion and love for independent wrestling grew because of the podcast. Um, so I was like, yeah, you know what? Like, and I, we've, we've met these guys. We've, talk to them and we've always tried to coordinate something to to make a collaboration episode of some sort hasn't happened it will happen soon but definitely uh that's what also sparked um the the idea of like yeah we also need to reintroduce ourselves to to the listener base yeah so that's what we're gonna do on this podcast i think it's gonna be a little bit more free form than we usually do but i guess let's let's introduce what like if someone chris if someone were to say Oh, you have a podcast. Can you tell me what that podcast is about and how it's different? What are it's, some of the things? It's that a wrestling. Can... It's a wrestling podcast, right? Like, oh, wrestling, WWE, and the Attitude Era, and I'm like, yes, <laughs> but no. <laughs> um, you know, because that's usually where where people's minds go to, um, and that's where my mind used to go to. Um, you know, I, we, you know, we several times over the years talked about the lull period of us, uh, like being wrestling fans and growing up and and not looking at wrestling the same way and then something something you know sparked us to either get back into uh wwe or whatever product was out there whatever we would want to watch and that kind of sparked my love back into wrestling which it was uh, mainly i want to see lucha underground um but if you know people were asking about the podcast i would say that yeah, we talk about wrestling. It's a wrestling uh, wrestling podcast, but we mainly focus on the indie scene and more specifically uh, Chicagoland wrestling, right? And then I'll, you know, obviously mention freelance wrestling, Cello Pro, Warrior Wrestling, AAW, um, the, uh, Gali Lucha. Uh, did I miss any? Did you say freelance? Freelance, freelance underground. Yeah. So... You know the promotions that that we often go to um, because we enjoy the product and we like to be in the crowd. We it's just a different feeling that that I also discovered. Um, you know, around twenty fifteen ish, early twenty fifteen ish, maybe or fourteen, because mm-hmm. um, I didn't know about the indie scene. Like no, I, neither, neither I would I. hear about like things happening, but not ever attended a show. Yeah, I think you can even take it one step back further where we, I got back in the, I'm here right now because Sting returned to Survivor Series. A, a couple months ago, right? A couple of weeks ago, returned to AEW. <laughs> AEW. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I'm here because Sting returned to Survivor Series, honestly. Like we have this because Sting returned to Survivor Series because that was probably the first domino to fall. That got me back into WWE. And then I saw on Twitter, I saw a flyer or a show poster for an AEW show. And it was the one with Mick Foley on it. And mm. at the Berwyn Eagles Club. And I was like, holy shit. Like, this stuff. And then I was like, I kind of knew about NXT or 
or uh, there was other people on that show that I feel like maybe were in NXT at one point or like, or were on Lucha Underground. Like um, Ricochet was on that show. And I think he was on Lucha Underground at the time. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, this is so weird. Like, how are all these people who are sort of on my television also wrestling in the Burrow and Eagles Club? Like, wh- why is that like allowed to exist? <laughs> I was like, that's really cool though. So I, I, I took some of my casual wrestling fans, friends, um, and we were in line. I think I was like standing right next to you in line. And, and because I knew you through a friend. We didn't know each other. We knew of each other. Yes. Because I worked with a guy named Hector and he knew you. And I was like, it got out that at, at my work or something that I was going to the show. Cause mm-hmm. I was like the, the wrestling fan in the office. And then, cause people's minds are blown sometimes when they meet a person around my age that, that watches and likes wrestling. The people's minds are blown. They're like, this stuff still exists. And yeah, then I, I, Hector was like this guy, not that AW Hector, but a different Hector was telling me to like, look out for you. And uh, I think like, I was like, I think I was like right next to you in line at one point or something like that. Like our paths definitely crossed that night mm-hmm. in the Berwyn Eagles club. And then that's where it started. Then it was like a chain reaction of like going, discovering this whole world, going to all of it. And then at the time I had, was doing a different podcast that never got off the ground. And we, we had you on as a guest of that. Mm-hmm, podcast. Yeah. And then then a guy I was doing that podcast with brought, we kind of like brought you in as the, because one guy quit. It was first, it was, initially it was me and two other people. It was a podcast called Layeth the Matt Down because one of the guys' name was Matt. I thought it was a decent name. Those two guys, uh, one of those guys quit. Then it was me and another guy. We brought you in as the third person and then that other guy quit. And then it was me and you. And then we kind of made something of this. So. That was kind of the origin story, so to speak. But I'm here. I want to point out that I'm here because of Sting, and it's, it's all about Sting. That's that's the whole reason I'm saying this story. Hence the name Two Heels in a Face. Like a lot of people have asked us, where does the name Two Heels in a Face come from? And it was because originally the idea of Two Heels in a Face it was supposed to be three guys, Two Heels in a Face. Yes. So we we actually thought of that name at Bourbon Street while eating dinner before an AEW show. Cause we started going to these AEW shows and we're like, Holy, like, Holy shit. This is awesome. We knocked off like five in a row. This is back when I used to go to wrestling actually. And, um, <laughs> and we were sitting there eating like chicken fingers or something before a show. Like everyone was eating dinner. Cause you know, it's bourbon street. It's like seven different things at one. And there's three of us. And the two other guys were a little bit snarkier or smarkier than I am. So mm-hmm. to speak. And I was kind of the middle. I found myself like being the middleman. They had like a lot of hot, smarky, snark. Like like they were there. They had a lot of heelish opinions. And then I was like trying to be the positive light. <laughs> not not to say they're like inherited. They're not very negative people. But that's just kind of like the roles we played when we talked. And we. I don't know who thought of the name. I want to. Say, I want to give myself credit for it. But I'm sure at all those people, those two people would also give themselves credit for thinking it. But we thought of the name two heels and a face because that's what's on an actual person, right? Two heels on a face, but then mm-hmm. it, it defined every single person in the podcast. So um, we have a, a, like an initial episode, which I'm like real pretty proud of. Even if you go back and listen to that, it's like a really good, well done episode. I think there's a lot of like good opinions. 
And I think that, that that's episode one, the re-glorious or the glorious rebrand. The glorious rebrand, because we were in the NXT at that time, like very mm-hmm. heavily, heavily into it. And, this one, uh, you know, Bobby Roode was a shit. Yes, that's when Bobby Roode was tearing it up. And like, we were so obsessed with, still obsessed with that theme song. It's still an amazing theme song um, or entrance song. But yeah, that's where the name came from. But then it ended up being you and me. And we're like, I don't know what we probably decided not to rebrand because it's a lot of effort and maybe like a couple people knew us. So we just kind of said, fuck it. Right. And I think think there were a couple episodes that you had already done. Like you, you didn't get the, like the traction or, you know, like it was, it was hard scheduling. Um, So you ended up doing solo episodes. Um, So there was some content already out there branded as two heels in a face. Right. Um, And then um, I think, you know, I'm like, oh, I'll do a recap. Like, let's do. It. I just throw the idea of, of doing a recap for an AAW show, because um, that was also like. So I'll I'll take a step back and and say that how I got back into wrestling um, after you know so many years, um, I had a, a slow dip into wrestling at the hype of uh, I want to say it was CM Punk days, and I wasn't even a big CM Punk fan in in those times it was my brother my brother at that age probably was like maybe eight nine years old and i was able to you know i was able to work and and get some money so like i remember like we would make lines for Ticketmaster and try to get like front row tickets because even though like i wasn't watching wrestling i'm like oh i remember that and i always as a kid wanted to be front row i still haven't but we got pretty decent seats and i remember taking them to a raw and like he was so happy like if you if we start getting sentimental and shit and i'm like thinking of my brother like that was the moment where he was like super happy and like thanked me at the end of the night i think it was a birthday present not not a christmas one but anyway so like i dipped into wrestling just to kind of enjoy it with him a little bit but wasn't really watching on a weekly basis until somebody randomly posted uh, that stone cold had a podcast and is when I was starting to discover what a podcast was. Okay. And I think Stone Cold was maybe on his like tenth episode. Oh wow! So I digested that shit extra quick. I'm right. like, I listened nonstop, like if it was a Netflix series. Um, so I, I'm like, this is so cool. Like, you know, I, I Stone Cold was my guy. Was the guy I always, you know, like I was behind during the Attitude Era or whatnot. And then I started. Uh, you know, just getting to talking about like, oh, and, you know, I heard this about, you know, Stone Cold talked about this during his podcast with one of my friends. And then it's like, oh, I used to be into wrestling too. Like, because, you know, these are friends that we made over time, that, you know, during high school or whatever that I didn't know, like that they like wrestling too. So all of a sudden, like, it, and we, and we had, we had him on Alan uh, Perez. Yes. Um he you know me and him started talking about wrestling and he's like dude we should check out one of these shows because we would see flyers at like local grocery stores or whatever the and, flyer and, crew baby the flyer yeah. crew need that show uh, poster <laughs> we our first show was uh was a blitz uh wrestle fest okay. with uh kurt angle okay um and we went to that show we had lots of fun and then we bump into another um another poster somewhere at, for the Berwyn Eagles Club, Samoa Joe was coming. He was a huge Samoa Joe fan. I knew a little bit about him, but I'm like, sure, I'll go. We had fun last time. And that was my first AAW show. Um, I think it was April of 2014, 2015. 
And ever since, it's like, let's make this a monthly thing. It's not bad. Like, we got beer. We got, you know, a great show. Like, I think right. for that for that show, we had Champa versus, um, what was his name? His indie name. Can't remember, but Alistair Black. Um, I didn't know Tommy who those two End. guys were. Tommy End. Yeah. Didn't know who those two guys were. Uh, probably at the end of the show, you didn't. You asked me what their names were. I didn't know, but I remember that I enjoyed that match a whole lot. Um, yeah. And then just AEW kind of just you know made me go back to the Bourbon Eagles Club or Bourbon Street, and then it's when uh, you know Hector had mentioned you. Eventually, we we met up. I got to meet Jim and Matt, um, and that's kind of like what resurfaced this this you know passion of, of pro wrestling. And it's it's so different to enjoy it from this perspective of indie wrestling, where it's not like yeah, a lot of people you you know or you will talk to and they'll reference WWF WWE, um, but it's like nah, the the wrestling that I like is more of the one I get to go see locally, and in a couple of years I'll probably see them in one of these promotions. Well, funny you say that. So I think that we're this is. This is in our Twitter bio, and I'm actually very proud of our Twitter bio. We don't, we're not like super big on Twitter, but I think we built a decent organic following. Um, I don't even know how many followers we have. It really doesn't matter. It, it doesn't matter. But our Twitter bio says we are a wrestling podcast that believes wrestling is a buffet. So just that first part is building on what you just said which is, and it's okay. And we mm-hmm. do, we have episodes uh, like deeper episodes that have talked about WWE, NXT, et cetera. But yeah. Royal Rumble. Um, yep. You know, I think there was uh, a time where I spoke about uh, the total deletion and impact a couple years back. Yeah, absolutely. So, so the, the, yeah, exactly. What I'm getting at is, is we found this entire other world of wrestling that existed and it's totally cool if you want to come on and talk about different types of wrestling, other types of wrestling. But I think our, our part of the buffet line we've been feasting at has been the independent types of type of stuff. And that's kind of what, that's what we, I feel like we have built an environment on our episodes where it's okay to talk about any type, any, anything related, tangentially related to wrestling that you want. And we, or just have dove in into a different sect, if you will, then mm-hmm. a lot of people, a lot of people don't know about this. A lot of people don't know that this type of wrestling exists. Like I recently told a coworker, like not last year, cause last year was basically a complete wash, but in 2019. And he's just like, wait, above Lulu cafe in Logan square, like they have <laughs> wrestling matches up there. He's like, I eat at Lulu cafe in Logan square all the time. He's like, there's wrestling matches, right? I was like, we're walking outside. I was like, right there. And I just like pointed above it. I was like, mm-hmm. that's where it happens right there. And he's just, his mind is blown, like completely blown that that happened. So, yeah. So I think that first part wrestling was a buffet. And in that term, like I always credit you for it because I, I hadn't heard it elsewhere. Um, but just kind of looking at wrestling like a buffet, like, like when you go to a buffet, you don't necessarily eat everything or just one thing. No, you go for what you like. Yeah. And you indulge and, you know, you nearly passed out if you want to, or you could be that person that just goes and eats a little bit of salad and says that they're full. That's fine too. That's fine too. But yeah, you know, I grab a little bit of this, a little bit of that, a little bit of frog legs, 
if you will. I've had frog legs at a Chinese buffet before. I just want to put some ranch on your I'm still you know, alive. microwavable pizza. Like that's yeah, fine too. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, it, it, it kind of, it, it's important to us. That phrase is important to us and creating a non-judgmental environment is important to us. Um, because we also entered the, the, the podcast game when everybody wanted to have a podcast and everybody was talking about wrestling. Like, I think that's also um, like, it was the, the, the spike was going that way. It was going up sure. where all these podcasts were on. And well, I'm sure I've even now thought, too, because it's probably continuing to go up, I am assume, but yeah. Uh, whether that's, you know, podcast or YouTube channels, and everybody has their opinion, but we definitely try to stay away from like the like the negativeness of what we didn't like. So we like to look at what we did, what we what we do like. Let's talk about that and have a good time because we're not, you know, we're not professional wrestlers. We no, we're fans. We enjoy what we enjoy, and it's always easier to just, you know, enjoy what you're watching versus torturing yourself. If you're not liking Raw, don't watch Raw. Yeah, right? there's there's other things that you can enjoy. That doesn't mean you're going to hate WWE because Royal Rumble will come around. And, you know, if I'm not subscribed to the network, I'll subscribe and watch the Royal Rumble. That is coming up. Uh, Yeah. I'm kind of, I would watch a Rumble now that the, uh, that football is winding down and the bears are out, which I want to talk about today because there's a press conference that happened and it just Uh, made me very depressed. I wanted to bang my head against my desk. Um, But, um, well, let's talk about what you like. <laughs> so, no, that's an important thing. That's an important thing that you said, though, um, is the our ability to try to stay as positive as possible. We talk about things we don't like, but then we, we really it's it's probably like 10, 15 percent things we didn't like. And then the rest of the percentage is like positive things. that we. Well, yeah, like you're not going to like everything that you talk about. Yeah. Like you, you mentioned the negative, but that doesn't mean you dwell on it or try to rebook it or. You know, like it. I, I just feel like that, that's not us. Yeah. Um, and I think also what attracts most of the time it's after yeah after talking to you and and, and getting to know you and, and deciding that we we're doing this together is that how do we become how how do how do we show up to this podcast world in a different light? And to me, it's like, well, let's let's cover what we go to, what we what we do watch, and. If we focus on the indie scene, it's a different. We're we're shining the light on some talent that people might not know of. Yeah, there's multiple benefits to it. You're right. So, I don't think you can do a. And I want to point out too that we're not reporters either. Right. Um, so if anyone thinks that you're completely dead and utterly wrong, um, <laughs> but um, I've had a conversation with a person at a show, and it's just like he's like, "Why wouldn't you guys talk about that?" I was like, "Well." we're not reporters. I mean, that's common news and we're just on our job to report the news. Um, so, but yeah, what you, what you were talking about was, um, shit. What were you talking about? Remind me. You just said, uh, no. So I was talking oh, about the ability uh, to be different, right? Yeah. How do we show up here and, and provide something different? Um, because everybody's trying to talk about what happened in raw. And, and yes. if you do, that's great, but it's just, I'm not watching raw. So why am I going to force myself to, to sit down and watch raw yeah so there's Um, multiple i think there's multiple benefits to mm -hmm. what makes us different is we talk about a lot of shows that don't get a ton of publicity compared to like an episode of AEW dynamite or raw right and i think there's multiple benefits to it the multiple benefits are yes you have you build a a podcast around things you want to talk about 
so it doesn't feel like a job. We're going to like? these shows. What do you like? Yeah, exactly. Shout out to Jeremy Zaha. What do you like podcast? Um, we're going to these shows. So yeah, we want to talk about them. We're meeting these people. So yes, we want to have them on. And a huge benefit also is that we brighten someone's day. We brighten a wrestler's day. We brighten a fan's day. By the way, we've had more fans on than wrestlers, which I think is also something we're proud of. By give, putting bringing them on and letting them share their opinion. We're not, and it, and I want to just point out that, yeah, mm-hmm. go ahead. It, no, it's it's funny that like the wrestling, the the Chicago wrestling crowd. Um, you see them in a lot of shows, right? So, you know, it's like we don't always have to have a wrestler. Like, like if you know Tyler, we saw Tyler everywhere every month, and that's how we got to know know him. You know, Tyler Ray, and we finally had him on, and it's like. Yeah, like I want to get to know you at a different level, not just at a wrestling show over a beer, but like let's let's talk about it and and also he, you know, has inserted himself in the in the you know industry as well. Uh we've talked to Hank 312 several times. Um, and there's and official, they're such they're such yeah. great great contributors. Like they're such great contributors because they go to these shows and they have stronger opinions and they can be a little bit more free will with their opinions because they're not like in the backs. They're not like a wrestler and it's not dirt. We're not looking for dirt. We've never been right. a fan of dirt, but it's just like, we're not bringing in someone we don't have a rapport with that is just going to get, have an awkward conversation with us. And that every single podcast in the world, once again, I'm not like hating on anyone, but I'm saying like, this is what makes a genuine conversation is you bring in someone who has met you before and who can build a rapport with you naturally. Cause you know, that person and who experiences the same things that you do sometimes, or maybe, maybe experience the same show, but from a different side of the curtain. So it's like, we're not, we're not knocking, we're not DMing your five time most popular wrestlers, begging them to come on. Cause we've never met these people in person. And you know I, mean? I got to say, one of the things that, um, you know, uh, you know, working with Charlie, he was, you know, pre COVID when the world was normal, he was adamant up, but like, look, if we're going to talk to somebody, if we're going to have somebody on, let's build a report and try to have them in person. Like, let's not do, you know, phone calls or, you know, Skype interviews or Zoom interviews. Now that has changed over the years. <laughs> you know, sure. that's because the whole world has changed. Right. And we are here talking to you guys over Zoom. But um, but I think that was that was really important. At first, I'm like, man, why are you, why are you flexible? But at the same time, like you have a point, you have a point. And and that made it for a more enjoyable conversation because at the end of the day, us doing this podcast is not like you know sponsorships are pouring, and, and we're you know telling people no, like, no we can't promote. We're in the week. we're in the red, bro. In terms <laughs> of like money we've spent, like it's not about right. Like, we just live in the red. We and it's just it's not about <laughs> it, like it making brings money. a different type of enjoyment. Yeah, uh, to create this and to bring these conversations to you guys, and uh, you know having those in-person conversations is 10 times better than, than having a phone call, at least for me. And, and if you would have asked me this four years ago, I would have been like, well, phone call conversation in person, same thing. Yeah. Um, you know, for the purpose of a podcast, but it's not. Um, it's, and I think, you yeah. know, 97% of all of our episodes are, if not 98, 99%, just because 2020 alone threw a curveball. But other than that, mostly everything was in person. Right. Right. And no, I, I, 
I think like, yes, I think that's something that like, I'm, I'm, I can be like super critical of myself and our podcast at times, but I think if you, I think it just, we have a lot better conversations with people in person and people we know. And I think like you gotta, if you're creating content, you gotta at least look back at some of it and ask yourself, where can I get better? And we, it's not to say that we haven't had like awkward ass conversations on this podcast, like a hundred percent we've had. And then we realized, well, Maybe it's because we didn't really know that person that well. And it was kind of mm-hmm. a cold interview. It wasn't like a warm interview. Yeah, yeah we had our fair share of cold interviews. We talked yeah. to Brandy Rhodes. It's not like we yeah. see her on a, on a monthly basis. <laughs> that was something, huh? I, I rushed right. over to your house through traffic. We were like, had to like reschedule a time because we had like the time zones mixed up or something yes, like that. Yes, we rescheduled Brandy, you guys. And then we, yeah, <laughs> she rescheduled for us. No, it was for a publication that uh-huh. I was contributing to at the time. Uh, which is a diva dirt. So uh, that's why we, that's why we basically landed her. We're not that cool, but um, it was like a 15 minutes, 15 minute thing that I, I I basically drove an hour and 15 minutes for a 15 minute conversation (laughs) with Brandy Rose. I had a blast though. And that was really cool to, for you to host me. And like, that was a good experience for us, you know? Yeah. Cause out of that, like we also talked to Deanna Parasso. We talked to Chelsea green, right? Um, you know, through through Diva Dirt, Kelly, so. Kelly, I think. Yeah, Kelly, Kelly. That was a really good one. She was very generous with her time, um, and she was really, I think, very down to earth. And uh, and she I, she talked to me for like I want to say the episode might have been like an hour. So she gave a lot of her time away. So that was a really good one. So I mean, we we had our fair share of uh, of wrestlers, right? Like again, uh, a lot of these. I'm I'm looking at the list in front of me. And a lot of these guys, we guys and gals, we got to know a little bit before getting them on the podcast. And I think that's that's pretty cool. Um, and then on the other side, we also have, you know, uh, what, what would you call it? fans, promoters, supporters, contributors, etc. Where like those two lists are pretty lengthy. I mean, we are on our um, episode 181 right now. So we're nearing the 200s. That's pretty cool, man. 181 episodes. We haven't quit. We've taken weeks off where we needed it. Like a lot of people don't get 181 uh, Anything. segments through something before mm-hmm. they they just move on to something else. And that's okay if you're that person. I mean, I, I'm very fickle with my hobbies. Um, but I think, honestly, I'm super proud. This sounds boastful. I'm super proud of you. I'm super proud of myself as well for like, continuing to do this and we've had it's, bumps in the road 2020 was a huge bump in the road it never really felt like anyone was listening to us because we <laughs> couldn't have like fans and there's fans or wrestlers in person and like numbers were down just because like less people were listening to us in their car and stuff like that so there's definitely times in 2020 where I, like i was down on the podcast but we we trudged through it for sure looking at a uh, 2021 is still very uncertain right but but that's why I think also this is this episode was important just to look back. And whenever somebody would ask us, like, you know, well, what's a, a piece of advice, um, you know, when starting a podcast? I think we both have said the same thing of just first be consistent. Yep. And we were very diligent about being consistent for a long time. And of course, life gets in the way and that's fine. But I think, you know, for the past, you know, once we really got the ball rolling, we were pumping episodes 
at first it was bi-weekly then it turned into weekly because there was just a lot of wrestling happening and there were even weeks where we would probably throw an extra one in there because we wanted to also um make sure that you know certain promotions were being talked about yeah catch a person at a certain time someone was only available this time or things like that so think of how many hours i mean we've put into this um and that's at least 181 like, hours at least at very least. least but no like i think we've built something that we should definitely be proud of because we put so much time the, and effort into it the buffet line style didn't start from the beginning like that's um, something that got developed over time was that you mostly your idea i want to say um you the the brainchild behind that uh, maybe i think i i started like let's you know let's keep the theme going because we were like okay wrestling is a buffet but we can just say that like how do we put that on brand with what we do and that's how we came up with the um, buffet style uh, buffet line style of episodes when we would have a guest and that that would be our way of getting to know them to take them through the wrestling buffet line um yeah the snack size episodes that have now turned in so now if you think uh, or i think about a snack size episode that we're doing is basically recapping a show before it was like oh it was gonna be a 20 30 minute quick take on whatever's going on in wrestling which Never we can't do that no which we can't do because look now like we started at 8 10 and we're at 8 40 and we're already three minutes over time like i'm not rushing us but like we just can't <laughs> do it it's impossible right yeah. yeah snack size that just means that we're recamping an episode buffet line style means we have a guest then we're taking them through the buffet line if we're if it's the first time having them on um yeah, so like those things just kind of get developed as as we go on. Uh, where, you know, Modelo has been in our branding <laughs> for a very long time. Yeah, I've um, been slacking on that because my tum tum gets upset. But absolutely, like, and that and that's the the second. So I would say like the two C's are the most important. I've said this before. You're probably like rolling your eyes at me. Chris has a lot of patience with me and basically lets me go on rants and. I, I confuse myself and I send emails to myself like when I'm drunk and I like as a reminder and they don't mean anything. And there's lots of weird stuff that happens that I do. But um, the second C you said consistency. The second C is community. Modelo's Modelo's buy, like drinking Modelo's at these shows, buying people Modelo's at these shows, meeting people at these shows that then listen to the podcast, meeting wrestlers at these shows where we buy a shirt from them. And then we build a rapport. And then like six months later, they might come on the podcast. Like that is, that is community. So like, it's, it's about involving yourself in a positive way, Mm -hmm. in a way that, that you can contribute something to the community. It's not like, like we don't meet someone with an alternative agenda in mind we meet someone because they seem like an interesting person or they, they're a wrestler or they help out with a certain thing we talk to them about it and then usually they're a good person you know we haven't met be- there's been some bad apples we haven't met many and then but we, we want to and then our contribution contribution back to the community is the show is the people we know is the, like we know is is you know the time we spend at the show to like just talk to them about how their life's been going. Um, yeah. So that's what we bring back. And I think it's about involving yourself in a community, investing in it, building it up. Even Kirby, once again, it sounds like I'm putting ourselves over, but even Kirby on when we had him on recently was like, what you guys do is, and then when he said that way, he's like, what you guys do is great because like, 
we're, we're trying to build up these shows as much like shows and these people as much as possible. And, um, we want to put them over. We want to put them over because they're good people and they're good and they're good at what they're, um, so I mean, look, yeah. like we hashtag our episodes ended with hashtag pushed Paco for, I don't know how many episodes. And then he won a belt. He won a belt, got a doc, uh, mini uh, documentary yeah. on YouTube by Rob called hashtag push Paco. Um, and, you know, it's one of those things that like, that was cool. Like, I mean, for whatever it's worth. Yeah, you um, see the fruits of your labor a little, like tiny. I'm not saying like we're not taking credit yeah. for that, but like a small little part that like we we cheered for Paco. He got a run, uh, a stupid idea, the hashtag idea that we had becomes part of a YouTube video. Like you feel like you you're part, you help build one brick out of that whole house. So exactly. Like we had Monix on trying to get to know what Project Monix was when he was barely launching that. Um, was able to kind of brainstorm with us and you know he he got his character out there and we were able to you know be a pebble or a brick or whatever and i was able to help him with with a with a design for his t-shirt right like like i felt proud of that like i whatever that that meant for him but i'm like hey i was able to do something for somebody that's trying to live out their dream you know yeah and like yeah. like little things so like that about. yeah like little things like that is what i'm like th- this is why this is so cool yeah and i mean it's one of those things like even you know in business my, my business partner is not somebody that i sought out and i said let's be business partners it just happened and i think in this journey like we didn't seek each other out it's just happened and yeah. it's been working out great i mean i think we we are we have a really good balance uh, on different uh, views and, and opinions, and 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 we have made it work so far, and 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 I'm proud of what we've done. So yeah, I mean, this whole podcast is for new listeners to get to know us, and others just to hear us put ourselves over. I guess, yeah. and we often don't like to do that, but you just can't help yourself when you're looking at at a list of, you know, 32 wrestlers that we interviewed. Might not be a lot for four years, but those 32 conversations meant a lot to me. A hundred percent. Well, that's not, it's not 32 conversations. Some of those wrestlers have been on two or three times. Right. Right. So, that's true. But 32 unique wrestlers. Um, and collectively mm-hmm. it's, you know, it's 32 wrestlers that we've had on 38 other people that are, you know, friends, fans, uh, promoters, refs, refs, announcers, People who uh, ring the people bell. in the industry and people <laughs> that go go to these shows and drink modelos with us or 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 just you know talk about wrestling and 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 that's that's that second C that that is community. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, one last thing on that st- on the stats, we did a little saber mesh- hashtag saber metrics. Um, the t- uh, 103 of our 180 episodes have been about independent shows local slash semi-local into or something or an independent show we watched online and that's over 50 percent of our 57 percent of our episodes which i think is like one when looking at those stats i'm i'm super proud we've had more more non-wrestlers on than wrestlers because i think that makes us different and 57 percent of our episodes have been about promoting independent wrestling shows that is awesome honestly like 
that fits who we are. Like, I'm not surprised at that stat, but it's cool to see of, of a concrete number, you know? Absolutely, man. I mean, and it's, it's been enjoyable at the end of the day. Like all of this has, has been enjoyable. Like, it's not like, yeah, sometimes we scramble around to find time to record and it's like, oh shit, today's, you know, Tuesday or Wednesday, we're going to record and I got to make sure I get my work done or push work to the side for a little bit. And it could feel a little stressful, but once really we, you know, sit down and are about to record, it's like, okay, like this is cool. And then having those conversations or recapping a show when it's just the two of us, like I, that's, that's what I like. Absolutely. Yeah. No, I mean, I think we've gotten to know each other so, so much better um, in doing this. Yeah. You're, I mean, it has made it, I made a new, new close friend out of it. So that's a huge benefit. And I think, I think the the biggest compliment we've maybe ever received, I think, was from our friend Doug Enriquez. Um, I, he said you make that you make the indie the Chicago wrestling scene feel bigger, and I think that to me was like one of the best compliments we've ever received. I think that just like put like made everything we kind of do worth it, and some of the conversations we have with these people too make it worth it. But I, I don't know if you remember he said that to us at a Warrior Wrestling event or Fan Fest. And I thought that was like one of the coolest things ever because I think it's a huge compliment for like the work we put in. I don't remember. And <laughs> usually at water wrestling shows. And, and, and that's the funny thing. Usually I think I drink the, le- the least at water wrestling shows. So he might have told you on the side. No. He never wants to talk to me. I think that's in a a positive light of the Chicago in this scene. He gives me a lot of crap, but I know he's just messing with me. Um, But man, so real quick, like just to kind of like close this off, like what are some good, like, let's start off by what are, what's your, what was your first wrestling? Like, this is a a question that all podcasters do or Mm -hmm. a wrestling podcast, which is like, what is the first wrestling memory that you have? And then, um just in uh, general or about just, our podcast? yeah yeah like like whenever you think about wrestling what is that first instance that you you know acknowledge like oh shit this is cool stuff shit. and then the other part of that question is what's a memorable memorable moment uh during these four years of two heels and face okay the four years shit um i want to say the uh jessica havoc interview um she had won just won the AEW a- women first AEW women's champion. I think it was a new belt, mm-hmm. and um, at the time didn't know and us. LaSalle. Yeah, and LaSalle, she didn't know who we were. Trent, shout out to Trent for like setting that up because he basically helped us out with that. Um, she, you could, I think she was just so elated that she won, and then we got to talk to her. She gave us our time. And it was just, she, it was, she felt like super vindicated and it was kind of like a big fuck you to all the, her doubters and haters. And I think she was just so happy during that interview. It made me really happy. And then we had like a whole hour drive to talk about that interview on the way back. And I think I was just like over the moon. I was like, God, that was such a good interview. Like I felt her energy. I felt so happy for her. I think that was, that was my, one of my favorite moments doing this because I think it was cathartic for her. She just got to spew out all these thoughts she had and we just ingested them and put them on in audio. Um, and I shouldn't have, I should have probably ended with that, but honestly, <laughs> my first memory of, of 
really liking wrestling was the switching between raw and nitro as a kid like i couldn't like decide which one and i just remember sitting on my floor i used to sit like indian style on my floor like a mm-hmm. little kid does and i just kept switching back and forth and i had this fucking i had this sting vhs and i watched the shit out of that dude i watched that thing i had to watch that thing like 35 times this thing vhs and it was like it was like talking about all his some surfer sting to crow sting to wolfpack sting is it like an official sting tape it's an official sting tape yeah i watched okay. the fuck out of that <laughs> vhs like that thing was worn um, so those are some of my earliest, I think, memories of, and then having people over for pay-per-views and stuff. And like, I remember where there was one pay-per-view I hosted at my house and we all had to pick a winner of each match before the bell rang. That was the stipulation. Like you had to pick ah, before the bell. That's rang. cool. And the person with the worst record, we got to do wrestling moves on that person. So they had to, had to succumb to us doing power bombs and stuff to them see this all came full circle when <laughs> when you started the um the fantasy wrestling league yeah and then yeah <laughs> at the end the loser took a finisher from that, the winner that's probably where i probably <laughs> had that in the back of my head but that guy who took the ddt was actually at my house when oh no way this happened because he jumped off the top rope and he's a little bit of a bigger guy mm-hmm. you won't mind me saying that but he's a little bit of a bigger guy and he landed on the kid who, who had the worst record and the kid oh. was like, I think he was hurt for a little bit, but maybe cried a little bit, but like, he wasn't like seriously injured. Uh-huh. And so we just beat the, we just, the, we just, it was a little mean too. It's, I sound like a jackass right now, but it was just like, there was like six, eight people who came over to watch his pay-per-view. He had the worst record because he chose, there was like a, there was like a spot, the Taz Spike Dudley match or something. And okay. like, I was like, oh, for sure, Spike Dub. Like, this is wrestling. Spike Dub and Taz are going to find a way to win this match. Like, it was against Taz or like some other big dude, maybe Tess and Albert or something like that. TNA. And I remember picking that one correctly. And I just, we all picked these correctly, except for this kid named Nick. And then Nick had to take a frog splash from the bigger guy and like all these moves. So, like, those are like growing memories like that growing up and watching were some of the stuff that I think I remember the most. So, you got to answer the questions now. And I got to, okay, that's, that's yeah. fair. Um, and I'll do it in the same order. Um, and, and within the last four years, I think what I've, so one of the, the, the cool memories, I guess, that I have is when actually Trent like reached out to us and he said, Hey, no one has ever talked about a podcast about AAW and, and wanted to get to know us because he found us through a random search. So like we hadn't met Trent you know, otherwise, even though we were going to all these shows. Um, so for somebody to intentionally look for podcasts for AAW and, and this is probably you're doing with keywords and such, um, you know, he was able to find us and, and that like bloomed in, into a, a, a friendship. And, and now we, you know, yearly we'll, we'll try to do a, a hot tag episode with uh, the BSB boys. Right. So, that's cool. But also like when, when I think about, uh, cause there, there's all these little moments, right? Like when we reached out to Steve, cause we thought that warrior, that warrior wrestling show, the first one fake show was, was, was a fake show. And like, fake Hey, show, is this dude. real? Like, let's talk about it. And he was the nicest guy from the beginning willing to talk to us. Um, 
then you know you have different interviews like you know we interviewed kylie ray after her first uh after the first uh cello uh pro women's championship match that was a fun one that was a huge that was a really cool moment yeah um and then more recently we had um elena black and blair onyx and missa kate you know the three of them in one episode uh we utilized that boardroom really well that time we had a lot of people on that episode our most popular episode most popular episode um and then uh you know wanted to talk to tony nas and then tony was like can i bring thunder rosa with me we're like sure um so all these like fun and she episodes stared at, she got really mad and stared into my not at me but stared into my she got really passionate and stared into my soul with her eyes yeah like, like she she opened up and and it was it was really really cool episode so we have all these like little memories or, or things that we've done but you know i think if i go and i just pick a random episode and listen back like they're they're always like little special moments in every episode yeah um but i think maybe the the one would be the, the time that I took the liberty to change the the logo, or at least I was like, hey, what do you think about this? Um, and kind of merged what because I initially had just a pro wrestling fan. It was a blog, um, and oh, yeah. I had I had a logo that utilized that mask, and that was also my way of kind of entering the the wrestling world because I didn't want to you know merge. Christian Romero and and wrestling over here and Twitter. Um, So that was my way of like keeping him separate. But eventually I'm like, look, we're two heels in the face and this is me and I like wrestling and it is what it is. Um, But I took that logo, merged it with the two heels in the face uh, version one logo. And you were like, oh, that's great. Let's go with it. Like I honestly didn't know what you were going to think. You're like, nah, like we've already had this for, you know, a couple months or whatever. But you were open to it, um, and I think that just kind of started our our branding to be consistent in everything Absolutely. we did. Um, the artwork you do has been a huge part, I think, of why people even click on our shit. Yeah, probably out of those, you know, one eighty episodes, I probably designed custom artwork for every episode for <laughs> almost for about one hundred and seventy five of those. Yeah. Um. Some of them I look back and I'm like, what the fuck was I thinking? <laughs> but I'm like, the fact that it's something new every every episode is like, okay. So, um, but now as far as like the earliest memory um, of wrestling, it's it's probably sitting with my grandpa like in Mexico watching wrestling, watching Lucha Libre. Like, um, and this might sound weird to some. To some, it might be like, yeah, that's that's the thing you did back in the day. Like, I had to be like six or seven. No, yeah, like six or seven. Handed me a tecate as we were both sitting there. Like, he had a tecate in his hand. I had a tecate in mine, and we were watching wrestling. Like, and that never felt weird to me. It was like, okay. How did um, that take? Did, did it go down smooth? Is it? So this was the other thing, right? Like he would be watching TV and I'll be, cause I, I lived with my grandparents uh, until I was eight. Like I would be running around. I don't know what ages I had. I'll randomly, like if he left it there, I would just take a little sip and run around and do something else. And they will catch me once in a while and just like, don't do that. But you know, so when he like handed me the, the tecate, I was like, okay, like let's watch some Lucha Libre. Um, <laughs> That's great. I love that. That that was on TV. Like that's that's what I I remember. But then as far as like 
you know, WWF, because I was a WWF guy in the Attitude Era, was I got introduced to WWF through uh, a PlayStation 1 game. I think it was WWF Attitude. Um, and then I'm like, wait, this is also on TV. When is this? How can I watch this? <laughs> and, you know, I would watch it. I would not understand what they would be talking about, but I would just watch the wrestling for wrestling's sake and, and the craziness. I, you know, it blew my mind. Like, I didn't know the language. But I saw Stone Cold kicking ass and drinking beer and, you know, the beer truck, uh, you know, all over the McMahons and like all I like that was that was pretty cool. I I love that shit. Um, yeah. And I, I think I, I might have shared this story with you before. Like my dad once showed up with a with a VHS box with all the WrestleManias. Like it was like a special edition VHS box that had WrestleMania from one to probably fourteen or something like that. Oh, I don't think I, I don't think I know this story. And, and he's like, here, he's like a buddy of mine told me about that he just had gotten this, and I got him to let me borrow for the weekend. So you know, watch whatever you want, but we need to return it on Monday. Oh, he brought it on like on a Friday morning because he used to work uh, overnights. So he showed up on like a Friday morning during the summer, you know, like six thirty or something in the morning. He's like, he woke me up to tell me like, "Hey, I'm gonna leave it in the living room, you know, watch whatever you want." Because on Monday I'm, I gotta take it back. Um, but I had until Monday night when he went to work, so it's almost like I had an extra day. And I watched a bunch of stuff without me knowing what I, knowing what I was watching. Like I right. watched probably I tried to go in order too, thinking that I was gonna make it. Um, so I probably watch up to like WrestleMania seven, maybe. And then I just started like, let me look for the guys that I've seen already. Yeah. So I would look through and, and like, I remember like that whole weekend, that's all I did. Just going through WrestleMania tapes. Some of those old, older WrestleMania matches are hard to get through. Like some of those older WrestleMania matches, oh, yeah. one through five, those matches are not for me. <laughs> like there's a lot like main event but, stuff yes but like there's a, like i feel like there's like 12 but, but that's the thing that. that as a kid you're not smarking you're not like oh yeah. i'm not gonna watch this you're right. like fuck it i got it i gotta watch it yeah and in my monday routine i remember perfectly like because monday night raw was on i would watch triple a from like i think like 5 30 it started until like 7 30 and then they would do like a 30 minute or, or maybe 6.30. I, I remember there was a 30-minute break between AAA and WWF. And those 30 minutes, there was a recap of what I just watched in AAA. And I would still watch it. <laughs> yeah. And then I would watch, you know, Monday Night Raw or Raw is War at that point. Right. So, um, and yeah, it's like eventually you, my dad got the, the black box and, and we had people over, you know, oh, coming yeah. over for the pay-per-views and such. But And you're in Chicago, at this point at this yeah yeah this whole time you know i was gonna say uh, if you got the black box you're probably in chicago at this point absolutely yeah (laughs) definitely that's great that's binging from the start binging and boozing from the start man binging and boozing from the start yeah (laughs) and if i was doing something else i'm sure i had in the background yeah of course all right so i think uh that's that's a pretty hefty episode of of us the the history of two heels in a face um, I know there's another episode somewhere with um, with Jim, the other counterpart of Two Heels in a Face, where we had lots of fun. We talked about random stuff, um, and then we went out to an AAW show, and it was good to catch up with him during that episode. I think that was that, that had to be 2019. That was not 2020. 
Yeah, we need to have Jim back. I miss Jim. Yeah, just see how he's doing. Uh, he's the one that brought over the first wrestler that we interviewed, which is Ace Martino. Wrestling Perfection. Wrestling Perfection, that's right. So before I go on another tangent, um, I think it's time for us to close this episode off. Um, and Charlie, I'm going to put you on the spot. Do you know our phone number in case somebody wants to leave a voicemail? Leave us some comments. <laughs> I do not. I can look I it up. Not. Okay. So that bought me enough time to find it. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, if you want to, you know, leave, leave us some feedback, uh, leave a voicemail with a question. Um, if it's something that we can answer in a future episode, definitely let if us know. If your name's D Ray, you have to, you have to definitely state it. your name. Uh, <laughs> just so we know. Or, or you have to leave. I'm pretty sure D Ray was that second caller. I don't the, know who that's like that that mystery caller on our previous deep, episode. It was I don't deep, know. 100 percent It was deep. All right. Well, the number to dial <laughs> is 872-222-7661. Again, that's 872-222-7661. So let us know what you think about this episode, other episodes, or you um, ask us say, any questions. This show stinks. Go for it. That's fine too. I think the only thing I say is, you know, don't talk shit about other people. Talk shit about us. That's fine. Other people, then I'll just edit that shit and won't let it fly. Yeah. Um, if you want to find us on social media, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, that's two heels in a face. Number two heels in a face. We have a website where you can go and check out all of our episodes along with other articles in there. We probably would need to do a better job in adding other articles in there, but you know, just check it out. Two heels in Number two heels in mm-hmm. And if you want to be a sponsor, go to two heels in Click the about us page, check out our sponsorship packages that we're going to be offering people in 2021. Um, if you're a small business and can't afford it, please do not sponsor us because you need the money right now. Um, if you're a small business that needs a promotion because you're in, in fear of closing, let us know. And we'll do our best. Uh, but there's like really, there's like $1, $5, $10 sponsorship tiers in there. And all that money is just going to basically go to supporting, helping this podcast run and probably like future ticket show sales. So once again, we're not getting rich off of it. We're just uh, trying to help out some businesses, get a little cash in return to help, you know, keep the machine running. So, and if you're listening to us, um, on a certain type of platform, whether it be SoundCloud, uh, for example. You can also find us on iTunes, which is Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, et cetera, et cetera. And yeah, we really hope you enjoy this episode. And when using promoting this episode, please use the hashtag Viva La Chico. And I'm sure hopefully we'll see you soon.